It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. And that's our cue to talk. Dennis and Brady on a Friday with the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. And the uh, last two days, not tons of games, but a lot of like good games and, and games to talk about here that will be fun. And we'll start uh, with the, uh, the games from uh, the other night when we had the girls basketball and we had a couple of really great uh, matchups. And then we'll get into last night's boys games. I think your boys game was closer than my game, but my game was a good game. And I'll tell you why when we come up to that segment. Yeah, my game was very interesting. Um, it was it was not a conventional way to get to the, the final result. It was a lot of ups and downs for both teams. Um, I had a same thing with my girls game. It was, well, it was what we've almost now come to expect <laughs> from that type of game. But, well, again, we'll get into that. I think we're starting with Wednesday. Then we'll move on to Thursday. But We'll do that. All right. And, and then, uh, yeah, then I think we don't have a ton going on tonight and over the weekend. I think it'll be kind of quiet till our next yeah, show. Cu- a couple of girls games tonight. Um, but, uh, again, there are some other big games that we will talk about as well going on uh, tonight. Uh, as uh, it'll be more of a ladies' night, I think, uh, tonight than, than a guys' night. And we'll start with the ladies when we come back from Wednesday night. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Dura Clean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, you're back with Dennis and Brady on uh, Wednesday. We had a it, – it just seems like um, it's been every other night that we've had a, a big matchup in girls' basketball uh, in the Macomb Area Conference between – St. Clair, Marine City, Marine City, Marysville, Marysville, St. Clair, Marysville, Marine City. It just seems like we've been playing these games right off the bat in league play, and it's kind of fun. Well, it's been spread out enough is that we don't double up in a week. So I think we get, what, one week off, and then we're right back into the rotation of it? Yeah. And so far, the games have uh, really not been that disappointing, have they? No. (laughs) No. They've had their moments. But, again... God, St. Clair just needs to, like, I don't know what they need to do to come out of the gate playing faster, but that's what's killed them in their two losses because they lost to Marysville 52-36, but this game was a lot closer than that. But you wouldn't have guessed it by the first quarter. Marysville comes out up 19-4, to and I'm like, all right, Marysville's just that good. Uh, 
they're just going to run away with this. The other thing about them is that they kind of blitzkrieg you. Yeah. Like if you're not ready for the pressure and if you're not ready for the quick hands, and, and uh, how do you get ready for that? Like you can tell a kid it's coming, but they don't you have to get out on the floor and like face it and work up to the speed? I mean, basically that just comes in practice. What I know a lot of teams and coaches do is they'll just go five on six to work on the press. So there's always two people in your face. Um, but after the first quarter, Marysville scored three points in the second, and it was like 30 seconds into the second quarter. St. Clair put up 16, or put up 12, and it was 22-16 at half, and you're like, we got ourselves a ball game. St. Clair actually won the third quarter 12-11, and it's 33-28 going into the fourth, and then Marysville turned it on. Anna Oles hit a couple threes. Uh, Caitlin Kane, who was held quiet most of the game, started scoring in the fourth. Uh, Kara Miller hit, I think, a couple threes in the second half, and they ended up winning uh, 52-36. But one of the big spots for St. Clair was Audrey Schindler getting those offensive rebounds and putbacks. She had 11 points. I bet you maybe all of them came on the offensive glass because when they tried to get it into her in the post, Marysville did a good job of defending it. However, harder to defend an offensive rebound, especially when she can reach over you and – that's what she did, and she, that's where she dominated. Sky Gottler had nine for St. Clair, but Marysville in the victory had a lot of, uh, like, spread the wealth really well. Caitlin Kane had 14. Kara Miller and Maddie Smith each had nine. Anna Oles had eight. And if Anna Oles would just look for the three before the fourth quarter, she might have had more. <laughs> because, no, she would be on the arc, and she'd get it on the wing and just look to pass. And... By the third quarter, I think it was Schindler Guardian was told, hey, if she's not going to look to hit a three, back off. There's no reason to be up close. And then Oles went, oh, I'm open, and hit two daggers of threes to help pull away from St. Clair. Um, speaking of, of Schindler, because the other rivalry game that I've seen St. Clair in, that was the one against Marine City, Schindler and Saros got into foul trouble early in that game and St. Clair, without them on the floor in the first half, fell down big. They were down, I think it was 16, and without those players in the game, that was the night Jay Blanchard went off for 32. Mm -hmm. They Finally, it's like we've got to play those players in the second half, and St. Clair makes the storming comeback, but because of the foul trouble, they started fouling out in overtime, and Marine City ended up finishing them off in overtime. Right. So Schindler is a very important player. For St. Clair. Yeah, she's a she's a big post presence, and especially when you have a mismatch like against Marysville, that's where you have to 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 make your, your money at is is those offensive rebounds in the post. But I mean, even if you lose the first quarter, but you keep it competitive, like like you don't give up nine let's say you lose it twelve to eight, and that's a huge difference. But both times they've been blown out in the first quarter or so. And they've done their best. I'll give them credit. They are a resilient group. But it's just like, do what you did after once you were down 15. Do that the whole game, and you'll win a lot of basketball <laughs> games because they have talent. But it's it's just I don't know if they, they have to warm the car up a little bit or whatever. It's just they, they've shown they have talent. I mean, Sky Gottler played well. I mentioned Audrey Schindler. Um 
And Sky Gottler, she did have nine points, but even when she doesn't score, she does a really good job of facilitating the offense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and Mary, the balance for Mary still again. Uh, not eye popping numbers, but they get a lot of kids that contribute. Yes, and do. you can't like if you focus in on Kane, more than likely someone else is going to step up and yeah. and make you pay. They they spread it around uh, really well. All right, the game I saw was a big showdown in the uh, Mac Red. Portier and High was three and zero. Gross Point North was two and zero. The two teams were sixteen and three overall this season combined. That's pretty solid. Uh, and and a lot of good players on the floor. PH came out and did what uh, I thought they needed to do, and they played PH basketball. It isn't pretty, but it is very effective. They bogged the game down. They kept it low scoring. Big Reds were up 9-7 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, The second quarter was 8-7 gross point north. So at the half, it was 16-15 Big Reds, and I thought if they can keep this up, I know it's a close game. It's anybody's game right now. But the longer they can keep this up, the better their chances are. Gross Point North pressures the whole game. They come with the full court press. The the whole first half they did it, and the Big Reds handled it. Um, And, in fact, a couple of times they broke it so well that they got easy baskets. Um, But Gross Point North made an adjustment to start the third quarter, and it took the Big Reds about half the quarter to figure it out and 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 it was too late. Mm-hmm. It was too late. They lost the third quarter by seven points. They lost the game by seven points. So I give Gross Point North credit. They changed it up. They stopped with the full court press in the third, waited for the Big Reds to cross midcourt, and then trapped the basketball. And the PH ball handlers, like I said, it took them three, four minutes into the quarter to and a couple of timeouts to get comfortable – with what to do, but by then it, it was too late. They were down seven, and they were chasing the game the rest of, of the game. Um, North has got a short bench. They have ten kids on the team. They only use seven. Well, when you play that defensive heavy style, even, like you said, like a 7 or 9-0 run, is going to be so detrimental when you're when you're holding teams to 30 35 points think about it like that you give up 30% of the points you'd like to in a short amount of time and that's something they hadn't given up yet this season and it's not like they got blown out of the water but that's enough in the mac red to make the difference between being first or second place right now yeah and uh their big shooter is Annabelle uh Ayrault. PH did a really good job on her in the first half. I think she had uh, four points at halftime, but then she scored nine in the second half and ended up leading all scorers with 13. Uh, Julia Gilbert was Julia Gilbert. She had 12 points. She had about a half dozen blocks, and we've talked about this before. She's not polite about blocking no. the basketball. She tries to ram it back down the other girl's throat every time and usually does. Uh, Mia Jacobs had a hot start. She had six of her eight points in the first quarter uh they just didn't get a lot uh offensively and it was a game where points were tough to come by yeah and I think you said this to me before we went on the air and I think it was a really smart point this is a game that they really could have used Izzy Trombley in yeah that that third option where you know you're gonna get like Williams has had some games this year where she's given them you know 10 
12 right. points. Um, they, they didn't have that person on Wednesday night. Uh, Gross Point North, number one, really good defensively, make it hard to get the points that you do get. But that's what they needed. They needed that third person just to get them eight points, and they didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But still, um, a real good basketball game. Those are two good teams, um, and it doesn't get any easier uh, with uh, PH having to go to Dakota tonight because Dakota, uh, I don't know what they did on Wednesday, but they were 8-2, and two, and they were 2-0 and oh in league play uh, going no, into their Wednesday, Wednesday game. Wednesday, Dakota did not play. They played on Tuesday and beat Gross Point South by 17. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're an 8-2 and two team and undefeated in league play, so that's another uh, big game for Port Huron High. And, and really, in, in all honesty, I mean, I know you, you, Dakota and North are going to play each other twice. You hope they split those games so that they each pick up a loss. But, but if you're the Big Reds, a second loss in the Red this year. Yeah, if you have Mac well. Red aspirations, which before the season you're like, ah, I don't know. But now four games in, you're like, yes, they can do it. You have to win at Dakota, which is a tall task. Yeah. But they need to be, because, too, if you're going to split with Gross Point North this year, you're going to have to win down there. Right. You have to go on the road and win. Yeah. So big, big game for them uh, tonight. Uh, and uh, just uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Muddy up the waters. Muddy up the waters. But uh, good basketball game uh, the other night. Uh, Northern uh, the other night lost at Eisenhower 56-40 to was the, uh, the final. Uh, but the freshman, uh, Katie Nichols, scored 10 points in that game. Uh, and so that's encouraging. And uh, Shannon Felco, another one of the freshmen, had seven. Uh, Jersey McGregor also had a strong game with 10 points for uh, Northern. But uh, on the road, young team, they're, they're going through it. I, I, I've seen the coaches the, the last couple of days that have, that have been at Northern. You know, they're, they're going through the struggles that they expected to go through with a young team. Um, they're making young team mistakes. But, uh, you know, for me, I got really super encouraged the way they started the season. Uh, I hoped – that they'd avoid this stretch, but... You knew it was probably inevitable with such a young team, but this is, again, this is the starting line for them. Uh, There's so many freshmen, so many young players. They are going to get better as the year goes on, and the Macred's going to be a gauntlet. There's going to be a losing streak where they might get down a little on themselves, but they have to realize they're playing some of the toughest competition they can, and that it, it'll, it'll pay off, and it's probably better to do this than to be down a few divisions beating up on some teams that, well, they they would beat up on in any year. Yeah. Um, speaking of beating up, Marine City 56, Warren Fitzgerald 18. Uh, and, and, and if you go, well, how is Marine City so good? I mean, just think about this. Okay, you've got the two Volkman girls. Yes. You've got Dietlin, Ferrone, Austin, Comment, Blanchard. And then after that, you still have a Paige Nelson. You still have, like, Kylie Rickard is a good athlete, hardly plays. They're just getting um, Mackenzie Laboon back right. from an injury. She hasn't even really started contributing yet. Like, this is a deep, deep lineup. It is. And that's what makes it scary. That is, if uh, 
If Austin has an off night or Blanchard has an off night, there are two, three girls there to pick them up. Uh, and that's that's why they're we touted them so highly. I know the rematch at Marysville is going to be a fun one. Heck, the rematch at St. Clair is going to be a really fun one because that was another roller coaster of a game. Yeah, so they're, they're a fun team to watch, and you'll get to see them tonight. I will. They host Roseville. Roseville's got a winning record, uh, and the gold, they're 2-1. and one. They lost to Marysville, but I expect Marine City to win, but I don't think they're just going to blow the doors off this team. I got a feeling, Brady. Do you? I do. That they're just going to be stroking it from three and, uh, and getting every rebound, and three girls are going to be in double digits. At least 20 tonight. Someone's dropping 20. No, they're going to win by 20. Oh, okay. That's my call. All right. Now, I hope you get a, a better basketball game. As long as Marine City wins, I don't care if it's 41 to 40 or 41 to nothing. But <laughs> well, you I, just gotta, I just got to feel it tonight. Marine you heard City it here first. Uh, Marine City's already won by double digits. Oh, absolutely. Now, girls, don't listen to that. You still got to go out and play the game. <laughs> uh, New Haven beat East Point 62 to 16, and uh, that rounds out the girls' scores from Wednesday. There were a couple of GTC East boys' games with Ubley beating Sandusky 47-39, but the big one was Brown City Marlette because there were a couple of monster performances in this game. Big week for monster performances in boys' basketball. <laughs> yeah. Uh how about Curtis Stanley dropping 40 for Brown City and Colin Miller almost matching him, scoring 35 for Marlette? Something about that gym for Colin Miller. That was the same spot he he uh, had his, what, 11 threes or it was seven yeah, threes? Yeah, I think it was, it was 11 or 12. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was like one shy of a state record or something. No, like the state record it? was actually ridiculous. Oh, it's was like, it? The state record is was like four or five ahead of whatever he had. But I think it was seven threes he hit, and the record was 11 or 12 in a game. But I thought he went double digits in three. He, in he still game. had a ton of Because he points. had like 41 points in that game. Anyways, uh, so they score 75 points combined. Brown City won the game 63 to 56, which is high scoring. But when you're talking about two guys getting 75 points, you're thinking a lot Maybe more. Maybe it was. was he, good, good score. Yeah, I he did hit 11, like 11 threes yeah. last year. In the last two games in the gym, in that gym, uh, Colin Miller scored 77 points and hit 21 threes. Wow. Courtesy of our friend up in uh, St. Alac, Mike Gallagher. Yeah, and Mike would know because I bet he was at both games. Yes, yes, he was. Because <laughs> those are big games up there. But, yeah, that's a, that's a t- hard-fought win for Brown City and a team that's looking for a little bit of a consistent winning streak. Yeah, uh, Brown City interests Brady and I. Because we think they've got two superstars, and usually that's a good formula in high school yeah, basketball. Yes, it is. Yes, so, it is. 40, though, for the big man. That's impressive. Because he can shoot threes, but usually doesn't – like, he does it well enough that you can't leave him open, but he make, he butters his bread in the paint. How, how, how would you like that to have a week, Brady, where you score 40 and you think you're going to get athlete of the week? Uh, no. Somebody, nope. somebody scored 59 right. uh, during the week. Sorry. And then had an off night and only scored 28. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll talk about uh, his off night because it really wasn't an off night. But we'll, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and uh, we'll talk about last night's games. Uh, that oh, we, by the way, that in that saw. game, Grant Roberson had 21 points, but he's forgotten about. Yeah. Because well. – He's the third leading scorer with 21. <laughs> That's what I was saying about the poor kid from uh, Cousineau 
Uh, I've already forgotten his name after a 29-point game. <laughs> <laughs> Life is tough when you're around people that score 59. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval, equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of physicians and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast uh, where we had boys basketball last night. We're going to start uh, again with Brady's game. Uh, he had a big matchup in the BWAC. I was very interested to uh, to hear how this game was between Richmond and Armada because, uh, again, until somebody beats Crosslex, they're the top team in the BWAC. Right. Okay, they're, they're the undisputed champs until somebody knocks them off. These are the two teams that we feel have the best chance to do that. Yeah, I'd, I'd so agree. So I wanted to see who's the better team among these two teams. Well, uh, for Armada, there there hasn't been any Dougie Nooncaster for a while. He's been out since about the second game of the season. There was no Justin Chapman, so that's a big body that wasn't in there. Uh, but Richmond came out and, much like the Marysville game, went on a 12-0 run to start, and it's like, oh, oh, Richmond's just going to run them tonight. It's going to be a laugher. And then a timeout was called, and Richmond stopped pressing. They stopped pressing, and Armada was able to go on a mini 6-0 run in the last few minutes, held Armada sco- or held Richmond scoreless, and it was 12-6 at the end of one. And you're like, all right, hey, you gave up a 12-0 run to start. You go into the second quarter down 12-6. Not where you want to be, but from where you were, you will take a six-point deficit after looking like it was going to be 20-2 at the end of the first. And then Armada started scoring. Uh, Nathan Chapman started hitting shots, uh, and Easton Vite was heating up. And at halftime, it was 24-21. Armada doubled up Richmond in the second quarter, 18-9. It was worth noting, Cole Mahaffey and Andrew Stizak for Armada and Carl Stevens for Richmond all picked up their third foul in the second quarter, early in the second quarter. So they they all had to go on the bench, and they called the game tight the entire game. Like, for the most part, if it was a foul in quarter one, it was a foul in quarter four. And those three guys go on the bench, it's 24-21. Second half starts, 37 seconds in, all three of those guys picked up their fourth foul. Wow. It was like they were racing to see who could get the fourth. Because <laughs> it was... A rebounding foul on the other end, 
uh, where Sneezak got it. Then they inbound go down. Mahaffey fouls uh, the shooter. And then he misses a free throw. And on the rebound, Carl Stevens got his fourth. It was honestly a little impressive how quickly <laughs> they all picked it up. But Richmond <clears throat> exploded in the second half. Scored 42 total points. Armada couldn't keep pace. Ended up. Uh, Richmond ended up winning 63-52. It was Sebastian Mays, though, that was the big player of the game. Second half, he really could tell he there wasn't a Sneezak or a big man in there to counter Mays. Getting off offensive rebounds. I think he had two or three and ones uh, in the game. He finished with 20 points. I would be shocked if he didn't have a double-double. Um, just on offensive rebounds, it felt like. Daquan Haskins was a consistent scorer for him. 16 points for him. Marcus Thompson had eight. Uh, Blake Rajewski actually added 10 as well. But Richmond as a team hit 23 free throws. Wow. So they made it count from the line, and I bet you they probably were only around 70%. Because Marcus Thompson, he had five from the line. He probably shot 10 or 12. He He could have had an even bigger night. But Richmond goes to 8-1. and one. Armada was led by Cody Rollins. A lot of his points came in the fourth quarter when Richmond had it put away. I'd say Nathan Chapman was their big scorer last night in Easton Vite. Uh, but Vite actually <clears throat> was the only one who fouled out for Armada because in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth, I think, he was they were going down. Um, someone from Richmond was, was on a fast break. He was on the hip, on the hip. And I don't know if someone stepped on his foot or something. He goes flying, and they call a foul on him. So that was his fourth, and he didn't like it. And I don't think he said a lot, but he must have said the right words and got teed up. And that was he got boom, four or five right there, and he was done. I, I saw that earlier in the week in that gym with Wyatt Walker. Got a foul, didn't like it, said something, got a tee. He had three fouls a minute and 26 seconds into the game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he had he had five. And a parent got thrown out because of it. <laughs> and um, Walker, not Walker, Vite uh, was done there. He had 10 points, and that's really when it kind of swung with with Snezak, Mahaffey, and Vite all on the bench. That was the big swinging point for Richmond, and they took advantage of it. That's a nice win for the Blue Devils. They, 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 when they needed to, they put them away. Okay. Before we get into the MAC, the other BWAC game last night went as planned <laughs> with uh, Crosslex beating North Branch 58-30. to Well, and MLA City picked up a win over Algonac as well. Uh, again, kind of as planned, 65-43. They got that win. By the way, that win for Crosslex now makes it two regular seasons worth of games that they haven't lost in a game that's been played. 40 game regular season winning streak. You've got to always add that in yes. because in Emily City, they'll scream at you. We beat them last year. Yeah, there was a forfeit in there, but games <laughs> that have been played, they have 140 straight in the regular season. All right, uh, let's go to the uh, Macomb area conference, and we'll start in the uh, blue where uh, Port Huron Northern was at home last night against uh, Anchor Bay. And of course, this is just two days after um, a 59 point performance by Tyler Jamison so everybody was salivating for this basketball game but what happened is what I thought would happen yeah me and you kind of expected not necessarily an encore performance because 
we figured he'd have a big first half and then they would be up and just be able to coast to the end. So uh, he ended up scoring 26, which is a big night. For most people. For him, we think it's an off night. Well, he had 22 at halftime. So if they wanted to just keep going, I mean, he would have scored 40-plus last night without too much. But this was more about, for, for Northern, this was the perfect storm for them because they got everybody involved. Ten different Huskies scored last night. Here's a stat, Brady. If I would have just said Northern hit nine threes last night, you'd say, oh, Jamison had seven? Yeah, or he had four or five and some, and the rest was sprinkled out. He didn't hit one of them. Nine threes from, I think it was six guys. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six different Huskies knocked down a three. Well, led by Luke Maher, who hit four of them. That's a, good, that's a really good night. 12 points. They got seven points from Jacob Clark, seven points from Felipe Mitchell, five points from Evan DeLong, four points from Charles Dunkel, uh, El Safi and Malachi Mitchell each hit a three, uh, and then Ryan Collins and uh, Jared McGroby uh, came up from the JV, and he got a bucket in the game. They spread the ball around, especially in the second half. And Tyler Jamison played the whole third quarter, and he didn't score until the buzzer at the third. That's when he went from 22 points to 24 points, and it was a tap-in on an mm. offensive rebound um, because they were looking yeah, – because that's the other thing he does is he's a great passer. I mean, if he wanted to, he could – I think he could get 20 assists a night. Uh, that might be a little. No, I'm serious, Brady. That's he, a lot of assists. He sets guys up and, and gets them up because everybody collapses in on him. And he makes perfect passes to well, guys I mean, who are wide open. Last year, All they got to do is knock down shots. I mean, last year with McNeil, he probably had five assists a game to just Ryan McNeil. Yeah. Um, some nights even more than that. He was getting triple doubles. He had that stretch last year where he was getting triple doubles every night. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you know you know he's going to score double digits in points, and you know he's going to be double digits in rebounds every night. Yeah. Um, and last night they were knocking down uh, shots, 71 points for Northern and 26 for Jamin. Again, that's a huge game. But we look at it like, oh, 26, uh, what, do you go on vacation? <laughs> it, it's tough being good, if, isn't if it? I ever scored, it? It's tough being good. If I ever scored 26 points in a high school game, I think I would have just, like, Walked around the halls like I owned the place for a week. Yeah. Like, you couldn't have said anything to me. You've been like, hi. I've been like, hi. I scored 26 last night. If he hadn't had a 59-point game this year, we'd be like, ah, 26. This guy's good. Um, Speaking of guys that are <laughs> is, good. Oh, isn't it crazy that we, like, expect him to score 25? And anything less than that, we're like, oh, wow. They did a good job containing yeah. him. Um, uh the best kept secret in the Blue Water area in boys basketball is Dylan Gyra. He can play if he were anywhere but with a team that's now 0-11. We'd be talking about this kid on every podcast. He had 28 points last night. Strange play. I mean, it happens. I've seen it before. But he got fouled on a three at the buzzer in the first quarter. Uh, and, you know, everybody leaves the floor, right. and there's no time on the clock, and he shoots a few. All three of them right down the middle in front of the student section, mm -hmm. you know, who's there giving it to him. 
Uh, and he just <laughs> didn't touch the rim on any of the three shots. And all of a sudden, it's 16-13 at the end of the first quarter. And you're like, where did this come from? And, and Jameson's got 12 and Gyra's got 10. Yeah. And you're like, oh, showdown night. Uh, and I, uh, the, the second quarter was where the Huskies won the ball game. They outscored them 26-7 to in the second. Uh, and then they were able to move people in and out of the lineup, to, to do different things, to run plays for other guys. Um, and it really worked out well. I think this is an important win for North. I know they're playing a team that hasn't won a game and they're supposed to win the game last it's night. A confidence builder. But it's yeah, it's a confidence builder for all the guys on that team that you know, have struggled shooting the ball. Nobody struggled last night. No, and, and look at this through through what what is it now? Four games in Mac Playport here on Northern's four and zero. And the only team they haven't played is Lakeshore, so that was rescheduled. But essentially, one trip through, they're undefeated. Yeah. And Kanye Cole didn't score, but I like Kanye he Cole. Plays, I like the energy. He's another one of those guys you wind up and you just let him go. Yeah. That you might not say, oh, he has a lot of points. Uh, another uh, An equivalent, I think, in girls basketball is Megan Winston. Yep. Where she might only end the night with four points, but it feels like you say her name a thousand times that she tipped the ball out of bounds. Yeah, players like that are fun to watch, and trust me, you don't go unnoticed just because you end the night with maybe two or four points. Yeah, he he picked up a couple of, of fouls last night that probably limited his playing time, but when Kanye is in the game, you say Kanye's name. Yes, yes, like. because he plays at one gear, and that gear is... 115 miles an hour, <laughs> and you better not get in his way. Otherwise, you're going down. But, uh, but an anchor-based problem is Gyra scored 28. They didn't have another player on their team score more than three points. Yeah, there's not having secondary scoring, and then there's that. Yeah, Like, usually at least on the big nights for Jamison, someone else at least comes in with like seven or nine points around there, and then a few guys have five, not three. Yeah. Uh, so it it was other than Gyra, it was a tough night for them uh, hitting shots. Um, there is hope, though. I like their JV team, and they had uh, three JV kids get into the varsity game at the end, and all three of them scored. Um, so I do think that there is, uh, and they've got another Dialka coming. Miguel Dialka is coming, and he's going to be just like his brother, just the energy guy. <laughs> That was one of your favorite athletes from last uh, year, wasn't I, it? I love that kid. He he had a, a swagger about him that, like, I know a lot of people think it's it's cocky, like like Nick Swisher. Uh, didn't you always want to punch Nick Swisher in the face? Yes. Um, but Dialka does it with a smile instead of a scowl, <laughs> and so you like him. And and Miguel reminded me uh, of that. So, um yeah, there there is light at the end of the tunnel at Anchor Bay. I think they've got some kids coming in the next uh, year or two that are going to help them out. But uh, Dylan Gyra, best kept secret in the area in terms of basketball, just because he's he's down there playing in Anchor Bay and in in a year where they don't have a particularly good team. But he's a really good uh, player. Um, love to see him, what he could do at Northern. Or, or what he would do to lift PH to right. a different level, or what he'd do at Marysville. Yeah. Um, which one of the – do you want to uh, go to the one uh, happy score, or do you want to kind of go through the other teams that 
kind of took one on the chin because it was not a great night in yeah, our area. Now let's talk about St. Clair first because they did they won their game against East Point, fifty four forty two, and and again the, the 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 Saints are my team that every week I want to find a way to get them into the boys' poll, but we just haven't been able to yet. Well, they every time we're like all right, if you win this game putting them in, and then they can't get it. Like, they lost the two to South Lake and Fitz. We expected them to win this game to East Point, and they did at home. That's a nice win. It was, uh, who was it? Kai Penowell had 12. 12. And, and Eli uh, had 12. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a really solid performance because they can also spread it out and have multiple people score. Yeah, and, and when they have success, it's when they've got, you know, two or three guys in the 12 to 8-point range, um, and, and they're getting contributions. They're an interesting team be, because they're deceptively big. The Saints are big. Yeah, they, they have, have some big dudes on that team. Yeah. And, like, they're not – that's not what I what I think about. It's like you walk into the gym and you start watching them warm up and you go, oh, there's some length on this team. Yeah, um, and, and and I mean when Lore Penwell and if they put Richardson out there at the same time, Dishelrath they have yeah size. Even um, Essien is a as a longer kid. Yeah, they have they can stretch out the floor. Yes, uh, so I like that. All right, uh, Lakeview beat uh, the Big Reds fifty eight to forty two. Uh, did you talk to Coach? Yeah, he just, um, when he sent me the scores, he just said they cut it to six at the end. Um, they, and then uh, Lakeview hit their free throw. So it was more competitive than the final score might indicate. Uh, those one player in double digits, Nate Oriole, had 14, had uh, Connor Rosenau with nine as well. Almost everyone scored in the game that uh, was dressed but no one really had, besides those two, more than, like, four points. And that's where the problem came in. Uh, yeah, Lakeview had two kids, 17 and 15 for Ritter and Falco. I can never pronounce his name. It's like F-A-L-C-H-O-U-Y. And I just changed it every time he touched the ball <laughs> last year. He had I remember that name. 15, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a tough loss report here in high because they're kind of, those two teams are jockeying for second place in the silver because Lincoln seems to be an unstoppable monster, uh, seventy-seven to forty over Marysville. Yeah, they're putting up that many points almost nightly. Who who did they they beat somebody the other day who said oh, those those guys should it was, be it in was the PH. red? Yeah, they beat PH. They're like oh those guys should be in the red. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. They had their leading scorer was Marcus Blackwell. He had 21. They had three other players in double digits. It's just Lincoln has a team, and a lot of them are like freshmen and sophomores, which is the scary part. For Marysville, Cole Bowman had 13, no, uh, and in double digits, Tyler Simpson had 10. So, so what they did to PH in Marysville this week, 146 to 70. And that's really not that far off. For the year, uh, Lincoln is averaging 64 points a game and only giving up 45. Yeah, they won they're 8-4 and four overall. That's because their non-conference was loaded. Yeah, the, the, they, they won by 39 and 37 this week. That's, that's pretty good. Uh, I don't care who you're playing. 
And then the uh, last max score, uh, Marine City loses again. They ta- they fall to Hazel Park 66-58. They, I'm actually stunned by that. They, I know that the Mariners are going through it right now, but there's no way I thought they'd lose to Hazel Park. No, that's that is a that's a tough one to swallow, isn't it? For like, for me it is because that's that's not a bad basketball. Well, Marine City's not a bad basketball team. No. No, and they're starting to I mean Hazel Park, that's only their second win on the year. That's and they and Hazel Park's only other win is I I know you've heard of a lot of schools. You have not heard of the other school Hazel Park has beaten. Brighton, Brighton, Charles, Stockwell Prep. I've heard of them. No, you have not. Yes, I have. No, you have. Do you want to know why? Tell me why. Because we went out and covered Mooney last year, and Stockwell Prep plays in one of those leagues uh, of those host sites. I can't remember if if it's Oakland or Southfield Christian, but they're in the league, and they're little thing and you know how everybody's got the banners up on the wall for the teams in their league and Stockwell Prep was on one of those walls (laughs) and I'm like who in the hell is Stockwell Prep I've never heard of that (laughs) that so yeah Hazel Park goes to two and eight with the win over Marine City that's a tough loss for the Mariners and that one was at home too yeah they're they're just kind of going they're down to they were they're four and seven now after starting the season three and two that's rough because, I mean, I know other coaches in the area that were high on Marine City, and the wheels are kind of falling off. They've lost three straight against at least the last two against winnable opponents in Lampfear and Hazel Park. Are made as a good team. Uh, yeah, I was hoping now, for I, more I from know, the Mariners. I know. I think Tigert is out right now. Yeah, Tigert's not playing anymore. So yeah, but I mean, still, uh, I like their guards, Chapman. Kretschmeyer, Collins, um, I, I like those guys a lot. You've got Walker, uh, you've got Distelrath, Ty Nelson. Um, you, you know who's played well the last couple of times I've seen the Mariners is Matt Simons. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's knocked down some threes, and they had him with Walker in foul trouble at Armada. They had him playing in the post, right? and he, and he did a, a nice job. Wozniak flies all over the floor. Vanderviver comes in, and I mess up his name every time. <laughs> Because he moves so quick, that it's like you got to go sl- with a name like Vanderviver. You, you got to go slow so that I can catch up with you. Right. You can't go fast, or I'm gonna mess up your name every time. Yeah. Um. But and they don't have it any easier. They have to go to Madison next week. That's their next game. Yeah. That that's tough. They they're just they're going Ooh. through it right now. Yeah. They'll win some more games once they figure it out. But hopefully, because yeah, four and seven. This team is. This is a team that I was considering when we did our first poll to put them in the top five. And since that point, I think they've lost five of six. Yeah. Um, speaking of top five, the Marysville girls got another win. They beat Sterling Heights yep. 55-19 last night. So Marysville just being Marysville. Yeah. We talked about them in the first segment. Uh, and the other girls score. When I first saw this last night, I thought it was an upset, but then I, I realized I was thinking about the Memphis boys are off to the good start. Um, K-Pac beat uh, Memphis 26-23. Both teams were looking for their first win in league play. Well, hey, you got it. But the game was at Memphis, so. Well, good. congrats to K-Pac. Congrats to the K-Pac girls. They got uh, their uh, first league win, and I think just their second win overall on the uh, season, second or third. 
Uh, anyway, actually, I can probably look at that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so uh, games for you Third win. tonight that are going on. Uh, Port Huron's at Dakota. Gross Point North is at Northern. That's going to be a tough one for a young Husky team. Fitz is at St. Clair. This is all girls action, by the way. Uh, Roseville at Marine City. I'll be at that one. Utica at Anchor Bay. New Haven at Hazel Park. Almont Emily City. That's where Dennis will be. Uh, Croslex at Armada. Richmond at Algonac. North Branch at Yale. Cranbrook at Mooney. And uh, we have a few boys games. Cardinal Mooney at Cranbrook in boys action. Sandusky at Marlette. Brown City at Ubley. Deckerville at Genesee Christian. New Haven Merritt at Parkway Christian and a couple hockey games. Thumb Legion at Lenaway County and Marysville at Anchor Bay. Uh, and I've been practicing uh, Langeman, 40. <laughs> Langeman, 40. There will be a time Langeman, when there 40. are three Langemans <laughs> and two 40s on the I figure if floor. I say Langeman or 40, I got an 80% chance of being right tonight. Basically. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got another break uh, to uh, take. Uh, and then we'll be uh, back with our final segment in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, 
North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. So we've uh, run through the uh, the week. Again, we've got uh, a couple of girls' games tonight. I'm finally going to get out and see MLA City, so I'm excited about that. Oh, by the way, I just saw this. Uh, you talked about uh, – Tyler Jameson with triple doubles. He was an assist away from it last night. Yeah. So uh, he, if he wanted to, could average double digits in assists every night or, or if, if that was the, the makeup of the team. That, that's the thing because that's what I want to reiterate to people. This is not a selfish basketball player hogging the ball and taking all the shots. No. No, because – and that's a fair question to ask when you see a guy scoring this much because at times you almost have to be a little selfish. But, no, it's not Jamison Ball. Uh, he's just that good. Yeah, it's not like he's out there forcing shots, he's not taking Russell bad Westbrook. shots. I mean, when he scores, he's right in front of the basket. What are you supposed to do with it? <laughs> exactly. But uh, like you said, you're out in MLA City. You get to see the Langman Forty combination. I, I, I'm excited to to uh, to see Emily City uh, play for the uh, the first time this year. I haven't seen them since their quarterfinal game last year, um, a game that that I thought mm, they got unlucky in. Yeah, like I didn't think they were outplayed at all. In hey, another game. name I to look out for unlucky. when you're out there. Um, it's not Langman or Forty, but Dakota Deal. She was a freshman last year. She's back again. She starts. She she can be a nice player for him. So Brady says uh, she's a big deal. All right. <laughs> um, 
What were we going to talk about in the uh, third segment? I, I don't know. You had uh, you Oh, told me you were yeah, gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. Going to so, blindside me with No, no. Questions. I told you about this before yeah. last night. Um, that was – I don't remember last night. So – Did we talk last night? Well, we did. Yeah, like my entire drive home. Yeah, you almost hit a deer. That's right. Yeah. And our made a ridge, damn yeah. deer. Um, but anyway, so on – Wednesday's game, there were obviously I had two rivalry games, St. Clair, Marysville, and Armada Richmond. On Wednesday's game, I had a student section that was loud but just obnoxious. Like, not creative. Here's a piece of advice, and, and I'll say it was Marysville student section. Do not chant scoreboard in the second quarter. Unless you're up 40. Yeah. It's a little early in the game. You, and, and Okay, if you do it once, don't do it five more times. Because I think that was basically the extent of their chanting. Was them yelling scoreboard. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, it, it was bad. Where last night, both Richmond and Armada, they went back and forth. Like, you could tell it was a rivalry game. They didn't like each other. Uh... Obviously, Richmond was getting louder as the fourth quarter went on because they knew they were going to win. But I didn't think either side was ever obnoxious. There's things that, you know, you can say that really kind of dig in because you're like, it hurts because it's true and stuff like that. And you're like, well, what do you say? But they were both, I thought, really good. It was a really good atmosphere last night. thought for the most part everyone behaved themselves. And so I asked you, Dennis, you've been around it long enough. I was a part of I mean, I was a part of it longer ago than I'd like to admit now. But <laughs> when you see a student section, you go, oh, that was a really good student section. What goes into that at least from – because you're a neutral observer. Yeah. You don't care if it's St. Clair, Marysville, PH, Marine City, Armada, Algonac that's making a deep run as long as it's a team from our area. Yeah. Uh, and I will say over the years uh, – the the St. Clair kids in St. Clair uh, are really good. Yes. Like, like they're a good student. And part section. of it's because they're right there. Like, as much as you want to be at Port Huron High, you can't because you're so far away. Yeah. That naturally takes away something where at St. Clair, the small stands, they're spilling over out of the stands and they're standing up and it's like, God, I remember playing against them. I want to turn and just go, shut up. Yeah, but see, and that's what they are. They're right. really good at agitating the other team without being rude or obnoxious, um, but just they get under your skin. They go it, right up to the line, yep. but I, I, I'm i sure, I'm again, they're, probably every student section has. I have never seen them cross it. Yeah, no, the, the, they're, they're good, and they're supportive of their guys, which I think is the key thing. For the student section. Last night, the Northern kids were fantastic all but one time. But, like, uh, uh, kids were knocking down shots, and they were going crazy after the, the threes. They were chanting, you know. Tuesday, it was the Jameson trade. Right. So, every time down, they wanted Jameson to have the ball, and they wanted Jamison to keep scoring, and they wanted him to keep mm -hmm. piling up the points, and they were going crazy for that. Then on last night's game, on Thursday, it was they're chanting all the other guys' names as they're making shots uh, and as they're 
making the substitutions in and out of the game. You could hear the kids calling kids by their first names and tell them, mm-hmm. great job, you know, whatever. And the new guy would come in and they're like, you're going to do just as good. Like, they were having fun and they were really supportive. One time, though, in, in the game, they started chanting 0-10, 0-10 when Anchor Bay had the ball. And I thought, yeah, you, you don't need to do that tonight. Uh, Enjoy your team. You're doing a great job supporting your team. Anchor Bay knows they're they're down by, you know, 27 points. They don't need you. Right. See, that's one that, like, would you rather not have it? Yes. But, again, it's kids. It's a student section. I'm not going to condemn them for that. You just go. Yeah, no, nobody's going to jail. You just go, hey, next time, maybe skip that one. Mm. But you you don't have to. You didn't need it. Right. Right. Um, You know, there are times where something like that, like, you're you're worried about an upset. Yeah. And you want to rattle them. Yeah. You want to remind them, nope, you're not going to win tonight because you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, then I could see that. But when you're up big, you don't need to to do that but for the most part I I just thought that they did a terrific job last night um yeah just just be loud just be enthusiastic just bring energy into the gym and the other thing I think you need to do is because a lot of things have been done to death like everyone knows the chance you hear every time you go to the gym be a little creative think outside the box because that's when I will tell you on the court is when you hear them because, yeah. I mean. Airball has kind of gone away. But well, the, the one, I don't care how many times I hear it, I always crack a smile when they shout, you can't do that. And that's the oldest one in the book. I don't know why, but I always smile when they just start chanting, you can't do that. Now, the one that can really get in someone's head is when, um, when a kid has airballed and every single time they touch the ball after that. They just start chanting it. <laughs> That's one where you can get in someone's head. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, for me, a good student section doesn't cross the line, but they get right up to right. it. Right. And uh, like I say, it's about noise and energy and life in the gymnasium. Nothing worse in a basketball game than when the gym gets quiet. Yeah. And yeah. why do people get quiet during free throws? I don't know. Everybody gets quiet during a free throw. You can still be loud during a free throw. <laughs> There's no law that says you can't talk during a free throw. You need a guy like on the putting green holding up a quiet sign. Yeah, it, it, it's like it, it, whatever. It's a free throw. They're not like it, it, they're not performing brain surgery. They're standing in a line, what, ten feet from the basket, trying to make a basket. <laughs> but everybody yeah. gets got to be quiet during free throws. Right. I hate when the gym is quiet. Because then it well, also feels like, especially since I'm loud, everyone hears me. Yeah, then, then you feel like you've got to, okay, we got to whisper. Here's the first free your, throw. Your gym dance on the third yeah, team of the Masters. Yeah, and it's like, no. Phil it, Mickelson it, walks up I, to I the I want the gym box. to be loud, and my I'm just another part of the ambiance of the thing. And, you know, then I can get The more excited the crowd gets, the more excited I can get. Right. But, so. yeah, that was just something I wanted to ask you because in, in the span of two days, I saw the good and the bad. Uh, and it's always better when the whole s- section is organized and you can tell they know what they're doing. And, I mean, heck, we have two t- two schools in the battle of the fans in, for the MHSA with Yale and MLA City. And I swear, Yale, 
doesn't matter how good or bad their basketball team is, that's always going to be a tough place to go and play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Um, what I don't like are, you know, you get a good student section and they're doing their job. They're doing their job and the other guys whine about it. Don't whine. You know it's coming and <laughs> right. your kids can do the same thing in your gym. Right. Although I will say, and I'm sure some people won't like that I said this because it's not promoting good sportsmanship, but I love when a student section's on a kid all night and then he hits a big three like right in front of him and you can see him turn and either say something or give him like a little shh sign. <laughs> that, that one always makes me go like, ooh, he got him back. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, it's part of the game, gamesmanship, and I don't mind that either, um, but a, like a lot of officials are told to – you know, crack down on that, which I think is a little unfair. If a, if a kid's been taking it all night long, he should be able to dish it back once. Right. Just give him a little, like. You know, as long as he's not showboating and, and right. break dancing down the floor. I don't remember who it was, <laughs> but someone from Armada hit. I, I It was a deep two uh, right in front of the Richmond student section. And I remarked, oh, he had a, he had a word or two for the student section because yeah. he's right there. And you know what? Fair play. Yeah. You, you got one back. They've been on you all night. You let them know. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with, with that one either. So uh, I wish a lot of times that they'd be a little more lenient on certain things. Right. You know, and we, we need to remember that these are high school uh, athletes uh, and that sometimes – you do something and you get excited. Right. Let them get excited. Yeah. They've been working since October with conditioning to get to this point. Hey, you hit a big three. Don't go over the edge, but let him show a little emotion. Well, yeah. Let him, let him, let him or her blow off a little steam because they got to go home and do homework uh, and then get up early and take a test tomorrow. And a bunch of people from a town that they don't like has been yelling at them for, for an hour and a half. <laughs> so, anyways... Uh, I'm sure that you, you had to take it every night, everywhere you want. They, they probably had signs, we hate beating. So, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, the one at St. Clair, everyone would just talk about my dad. <laughs> but they all liked him so much, they just tell me how much I'm like. No, nah, I, I, that's, that's the chant that I would get going. You'd get to the free throw line, and I'd have everybody in the section going, Roger. I thought you say Roger. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every time you touch the ball, no, the Rogers. worst. The, and everybody would think your name is Roger. <laughs> you know, Denny White does the PA sometimes for the St. Clair boys. Yep. And he would tell me, he's like, I'm going to introduce you as Roger tonight. And I'm like, <laughs> and he knew that I was pretty sure he wasn't going to do that. But, but I didn't know with, with 100% he wouldn't. Uh, but no, the worst was my. Junior year, I long story short, I had a bet. We were raising money for something, and I was like, all right, if you raise, I think it was $500 in our one class, I'll dye my hair bleach blonde. And it, they had a month to do it, and it came to the last day, and they had like $310, and I'm like, golden. Some kid took it around every classroom in the school and came back with like $600. <laughs> so for a month, I'm playing with bleach blonde like Slim shady, circa nineteen ninety nine <laughs> hair, and yeah, that w that was the low hanging fruit that everyone took advantage of for the next uh, for the next month. I could do something right now, but I'm just going to end the show instead. Okay, that's probably for the best. <laughs>
Dennis, tonight you're at MLA City. They take on Almont Girls Basketball. I'm at Marine City. They have Matt Gold action against Roseville. Both of those, I think, tip at seven. <laughs> he knows exactly what I'm thinking. Actually, from Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.